This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizer, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 132 is going to be from Philippians chapter 1, verses 19 through 26. As a disciple of Christ, we should be hard-pressed between having a desire to depart and be with Christ and remaining in the flesh. As Christians, we should use this internal struggle to feed our desire to help people understand that being with Christ is far better. Philippians chapter 1, verses 19 through 26 reads, For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and supplication of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my earnest expectation and hope that is in nothing I shall be ashamed. But with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit from my labor. Yet what I will choose I cannot tell. For I am hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. And being confident of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy of faith, that your rejoicing for me may be more abundant in Jesus Christ by my coming to you again. In Philippians chapter 1, verses 19 through 26, Paul was hard-pressed between having a desire to be with Christ and knowing that staying in the flesh was more needful for the people that were around him. There were still things that he needed to do in order to help these people come to Christ. But what he was trying to get across to them is being with Christ is far better. But remaining here will be needful for you. And so, Here's what I want to do. Paul wants to bring them to Christ so that they can have that which is far better than this world. If we have Christ, we have something that exceeds this world by so much. And so Paul was hard-pressed between the two. He loved the people, but he loved Christ so much, and he understood that departing this world and going to heaven would be far better for him. As disciples of Christ, we should be hard-pressed between having a desire to depart and be with Christ and remaining in the flesh. As Christians, we should use this internal struggle to feed our desire to help people understand that being with Christ is far better. You see, this struggle should feed our desire to help people come to God. In Philippians chapter 3, verses 17 through 21, the Bible says, Brethren, join in following my example, and note those who so walk, as you have us for a pattern. For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who set their mind on earthly things, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Follow our example. Live godly lives. 
Because there are people that are not going to live godly lives. And this is one of the reasons why he saw it was needful for him to stay here. It's because he had to help people come out of ungodly lives and follow his example. Because our citizenship is in heaven. That's why it would be much better for him to be in heaven. And why he was hard-pressed between having a desire to be in heaven and staying here. Because he truly knows where his citizenship is. And he eagerly waits for the day that which Jesus is going to come back and take his church home. And so, so should we. We should be hard-pressed between the two. Because we understand the reward that is in heaven and the special benefit that it's going to be in being in the presence of Jesus and the Father and the Spirit. And so we should eagerly wait for our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, to come back and to take us home. But we should also understand and allow it to feed our struggle that there are people here that need us, that need the gospel, and we need to teach them. Because in Peter, Peter says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. This is the same attitude we should have. We don't want anybody to perish. We want everybody to come to repentance and understand that being with Christ is far better than anything this life has to offer. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, Verses 14 through 18, the Bible says, Even so the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should live from the gospel. But I have used none of these things, nor have I written these things, that it should be done so to me. For it would be better for me to die than that anyone should make my boasting vain. For if I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yes, woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. For if I do this willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, I have been entrusted with a stewardship. What is my reward then? That when I preach the gospel, I may present the gospel of Christ without charge. That I may not abuse my authority in the gospel. But notice he said, necessity is laid upon me. I have to preach the gospel. This is why he chose to stay in the flesh. He understood that he had, a, he had a responsibility to share the gospel to the world so that the world could know of Jesus Christ and what he did for Paul and what he's done for the entirety of the world. And that salvation comes through Jesus and listening to Jesus and being obedient to Jesus. And Paul saw this as a responsibility for if I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yes, woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. He understood that going to heaven and being with Christ, the Father, and the Spirit was going to be far better than anything this life had to offer. But he understood his responsibility to others in helping them get there. Because Jesus told us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be condemned. Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16. And so Jesus gave us a responsibility to help others come to Christ so that they can enjoy the same reward in heaven that we will enjoy. Because he wants everyone to be there. And the only reason you can't, the only reason you won't go is because you don't want to be there, because you're unwilling to follow him, because you call him Lord, maybe, but you don't do the things in which he says. Why call you me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say? Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21, not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of God, but he who does the will of my Father who is in 
heaven. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1-8, through 8, the Bible says, For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed with our habitation, which is from, a, from heaven. If indeed, having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased rather, to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Christians, people that serve Christ, people that are being obedient to God, we can know that we have a house that's eternal in the heavens. Jesus went to prepare this house for us, and it's ready for us. And in verse 2 of first, uh, Second Corinthians chapter 5, we should groan earnestly to be clothed with this habitation, to long to be with the Lord, long to be with the Father and the Spirit, and understand that if we're living the way that he wants us to live, if we're walking in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with another in the blood of Jesus Christ. His Son continually cleanses us from all sin. We should groan to be with the Father. For we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. We should groan for this, and we should understand that it is there. Because God is faithful, and he is going to keep his promises to us. But as long as we are clothed in this earthly tent, we are absent from the Lord. We should groan for being with him. We should truly desire earnestly to be with the Lord. But understand that we have a responsibility in this life to help other people come to God, to grown for that, to serve Christ so that they can be with him in heaven. In Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 15, the Bible says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works, speaking these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority, let no one despise you. And so the grace of God has appeared to all men. He wants all men to be saved. And we're saved through grace. Ephesians chapter 2 and verses 8 through 10. We're saved by grace through faith. And we should be looking for our great God and Savior Jesus Christ to come back. We should be ready. We should be excited. And we should be looking for him to come back because he's going to redeem us from the impurity of this world. And he's going to take us to a place that is going to be pure. And we're going to be able to live with him forever and ever and ever. Now, there is no beginning, there is no end to eternity. There is a beginning, but there is no end to eternity. And we should be looking for this life that he's going to give his people when he returns. And so this should excite us. And we should be hard-pressed, desiring to be with Christ, but knowing 
that our being here will help people have this same excitement when he returns. And they won't have to endure the terror of not being right with him when he comes back. As disciples of Christ, we should be hard-pressed between having a desire to depart and be with Christ and remaining in the flesh. As Christians, we should use this internal struggle to feed our desire to help people understand that being with Christ is far better. In Hebrews chapter 9, verses 27 and 28, it says, And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment. So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. So notice who he's going to appear to. Who's going to be happy to see him? Those that are eagerly waiting for him. Those that understand John chapter 8 and verse 32. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. If we've been living by the truth, his word, John 17 and verse 17, sanctify them by thy truth, thy word is truth. If we have been living by his word, we can eagerly wait for his appearing and we can be ready to go home with him. And we will always understand that in this life, there's going to be trials, tribulations, and persecutions, but none of that is going to exist past the judgment for those that have eagerly waited for him, those that have been obedient to him. Being with Christ will be far better than anything this life has to offer. But there is work to be done still here. There are too many people that need to come to him. And they cannot hear unless there is a preacher. Romans chapter 10 and verse 14. God sent us into this world knowing the truth, knowing the reward that waits the Christian so that we would help others share in that reward. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 9 through 18, the Bible says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some count slackness. But is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with a fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for the hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with a fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for a new heavens and new earth in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace, without spot and blameless, and consider that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, as also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given to him, has written to you as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which some things are hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction, as they also do the rest of the scriptures. You, therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now and Forever, We need to be looking for the hastening of the coming of that day. We should be excited for that day, understanding that that day is going to be far better. We need to be looking for it. But we need to be helping these people that verse 16 talks about. Those that are untaught, unstable, that twist the scriptures because they're not going to have this reward. And we need to be helping them come to God. And we can't be 
helping them come to God if we're not talking to them, if we're not teaching them, if we're not rebuking them for their evil ways. And so as all this goes along, we need to help people grow, and we need to grow ourselves in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, waiting for that day that we will receive the reward and be able to go home. As disciples of Christ, we should be hard-pressed between having a desire to depart and be with Christ and remaining in the flesh. As Christians, we should use this internal struggle to feed our desire to help people understand that being with Christ is far better. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizer, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.